welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Brian. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. Brian, you kind of jumped the gun Brian, there. Totally See, if we were about gun. to start talking about car shit, we might as well just do it. Well, beer me then. Okay. Oh, good. We can do that. Sorry, hey, guys. I hey, know, but... Hey, bras. Like, okay. totally beer me. <laughs> like, um, what kind, dude? <laughs> like, uh, summer ale Don't or something, stop. Bro? Just stop. Whatever, yeah. dude. <laughs> just fucking re- relax and just hit the swell super hard today. Got super shocked, bro. <laughs> Uh, doing. For those that might not read all of our 59 reviews that we get, we got one bad one. Everything's five stars except for one. I like that it's a one star, though. That's the best thing about yeah. it. Because I don't no, want people polarizing. to be like, oh, there are three. Yeah. There are, you, you, know. want, you want all or nothing. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get three one of these days, too. I want them to too. love us or hate us. Well, the thing that I, I come away with is... Um, they, you're not really anything until you have hate. Yeah, you need some haters to validate yeah. that you're doing something special. If everyone likes you and it's it's all BS, you know. Well, yeah, exactly. And you don't want to be middle of the road, like boring, milk toast de- guys, you know. Yeah. Um, but I also don't want that guy to follow us on Instagram anymore. So fuck yourself. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, he had valid points. I forget what the review was. It says something like, he didn't. Uh, it's almost unlistenable because they say like and bro a lot. That's true. That's true. Uh, and then some, he said something else too. I don't know, but I couldn't really argue with him, but you know, it's not for everybody. Got, he didn't even mention the fact that, you know, a lot of times we, d- we don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah. And yeah, I just, know. But we pretend that's, to. That's like, that would have been, been a valid one. point. Yeah. So, I had no problem with it. We made it. We made it. We are somebody. Cheers. Cheers. So what are we going to talk about? Well, the reason why I started the podcast early is because you're walking in with this giant stack of books right here. Yeah, I had someone uh, last week or a couple weeks ago say, my sister is a book collector in Maine. She buys books by the truckload. She only keeps the ones that are worth $500 or more. What? That's books are thing? worth that much? You know, vintage books. I guess. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but I do know. Now you know. Um, and so the rest of them, she sends her brother the car books. He looks at them like magazines. He'll like thumb through them and then go, eh, whatever. So this is one shipment of car books that came through. Sweet, dude. You're, you're uh, adding, to, sweet dude. You're, okay. You're adding to your collection. <laughs> Pretty yeah, soon library, you're going to have your big library. DWA library is coming along. So if anyone wants to donate their car books to I, I have also, donations. No, They're... you gave them to Goodwill hoping that I would find them. <laughs> That's what you did. I wrote my, I wrote a, a little thing yeah. in there that said, and somebody else bought them <laughs> and they're gone now forever. Yeah. No, I'm sorry about that, actually. <laughs> I really am. Um, it so, wasn't Goodwill. It was Oh, maybe it was the Goodwill, yeah, where you had the guy. Yeah. 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 I was uh, thinking about opening a thrift store, and I'd call it Great Will. <laughs> what do you think? Goodwill, just a little bit better. Yeah. Um, most of the books are, you know, your encyclopedias of classic cars, 100 years of the automobile, supercars, etc. A lot of duplicate information, as you could well guess. And probably a lot of wrong information, I would yes. guess. You think? It's yeah. a lot of uh, it's just basic stuff. I British, um, a lot of British authors. But I've noticed a lot of those books, like 
the hundred best supercars. The oh, yeah. stats are always so off. And or it's the, like the uh, first uh, concept car that came out of that supercar. Yeah. Those stats are what they put in the book. Yeah. yeah. Because they're trying to be so like uh, you know mm-hmm. current. And they'll have the book of supercars, and there'll be like a uh, prowler will be one of the cars. <laughs> oh no, god. There's one in here that's like the encyclopedia of cars or something like that. You open it up, and the first picture, like the cover picture, basically is the new Mercury Cougar. <laughs> oh, that, that like, edge design yeah. one from like 2000, whatever, yes, 2000 yes. or 98 or something. Yeah. yeah. I think it's beautiful. And it's like the concept of that Cougar. Uh-huh. It's like, oh yeah, yeah that yeah. is just what you want to really, so beautiful, really chill out on. Um, Cars, the new classics with a 250 GTO on the front. So I was going to say, there's a lot of seventies books that I think it was after the kind of old car thing was coming into its heyday uh, a lot of collectors and car shows were coming around and there are all these books from the 70s that are the new classics or classic cars and stuff like that and it's all these um i mean you, you post-war right yep kind of stuff yeah and it's also the stuff that was new in the 70s and they're trying to make it look like it's going to be a collector car and for the most part they're right but uh you know, 250 GTOs, stuff like that. Those things didn't do anything, but... No, um, as a fucking <laughs> But I do see, like, a, a Mira, so, so yeah. they, they got that one right. Uh, then Rolls. on the top there, for a dollar, I bought a Volvo 240 uh, Haynes manual, which seemed like a prudent thing to buy for a dollar. That's a good mm-hmm. deal. But it's... Well 19, bought. It's 1974 through 84. 2 liter, 2.1, and a 2.3 liter, so... So is it totally different from 84 on or 85 on? I thought they were fairly similar. Fuel injection change? It was Lomba sound or whatever back then? Did it change like Bosch Motronic at some point? It, maybe that's a big difference, but for the most part, the layout. For the most part, I mean, yeah. 240s were the same until 93. Well, no, be the same. So this was published in 84. So this was the newest car at the time. Gotcha. So that's probably why they just... Originally published in 77 through 84. Got it. So it's probably the same as 1990, essentially, besides, yeah. like, headlights right. or something like that. But, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, so dollar. Maybe Shirokuro Street could use it. He'd probably be hyped on this. Yeah. Um, but there others were these uh, kind of yearbooks. Um, the World of Automobiles, an illustrated encyclopedia of the motor car, and it's A through Z, so there's 12 volumes of this book. I only got two of them. But there's a whole chapter on the... R- Renault Alpine. Alpine. Wow, nice. Um, really cool. And it's got a, some rad rally photos from the Monaco Grand Prix. Art's always like this. So He's it'll be always like that. And it's got a cutout mm-hmm. and the, the frame and everything. I always oh, like cutouts. That's really cool. Too. I always wonder how they do it. I know. Amazing. So anyways, that's my story. So hidden in all these books, there's probably a little bit of trivia So there some is point. something I want you guys to look at really quick, and this will be great for the podcast. There's a signature on the front of this book. Now, is that a... I, I tried to decipher it. Bob Balboni or Babalini. Babalini. Um, it could just be the guy who owned the book. Bob <laughs> Bondurant, perhaps? Uh, I think we're going with I, that. We're going with Bob Bondurant. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Bob Bondurant. Mark that one up. Um, so, Thursday episode? Yeah. It's going to be a little some, different, I think. You want to do some questions? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's do uh we can do regular let's do a quick uh project updates first oh really oh i don't know well uh, yeah sure quick I got, one i got nothing i got i i had my car sprung a leak Ooh, oil uh water, water? leak okay it, at least i think so it was running hotter than usual on the way home the other day okay it was 90 to 100 degrees it was warm 
but it was this running. This is the TSX. This is the Porsche 944. So it was running like th- around three quarters, and it never goes above half. So I and then I noticed a little bit of water underneath it, or you know, it looked like it might have been dripping a little water. So mm-hmm. I brought in my Porsche mechanic today. Because I don't work on cars anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even look. To, well, it's pretty yeah. low. I guess you'd have to like jack it up. Yeah, I'd have to jack it up and stuff. And I don't have a place to do it right now. So, yeah, and it was in my house. I mean, if it was at work, I would. Right. But, so I brought it into my mechanic, and uh, I forgot to give him the keys to the car, and I went to work. Oh, that's a rad move. <laughs> yeah. Being and he called me in the day. Uh, I was in the middle of like dremeling some part, carbon part, and he, I answered my phone. And he goes, Lane. Tell check. me you he, didn't leave, no. take your keys with you. He goes, check your pockets. I go, what? I go, oh, what's the damage? You know, thinking he's saying, uh, hey, look for your wallet. hey, you know, look for your wallet. Yeah. Um, like, uh, that was, uh, what, what do you mean? He's all, you left your, you didn't leave me your keys. Running a shop that happened a lot, but it was usually people who towed their car in and then mm-hmm. they would lock their car and take the keys. Oh yeah. And then like go out of town. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing. So right what do you on. You do like jack it up and put it on those little on little casters and you move can, it. You can, but I mean, essentially, for most problems, you need the keys. You need to. No, s- I'm saying to like to start even it. To yeah, get it out of the way. Like, you can you can jack it up with just, just a regular kind of, floor and just jack. Move it around. Yeah, and sketchily move it mm-hmm. like that. Um, but you know, it's got a it, it's a pain in the ass yeah. essentially. Um, and then a lot of times you'll schedule that, like, oh, they're bringing their car in tomorrow, so let's schedule that. Ruins the whole oh, yeah, You can't yeah. work on it, and then you don't have another car to work on. So mm-hmm. thanks a lot, Lane. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> all good. Sure. Um, Brian? I mean, mine aren't quick. Your Yours aren't quick. Mine aren't well, quick. We'll make them quick. Yeah. Okay, but then what, what else do we talk about? Well, just we're going to do questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So I took the M3 to... Your buddy Warren to check it out for paint? Yes. Um, to paint your hood, right? God, rad, dude. Ward. Ward is so cool. Uh, He's got race cars everywhere and all this all this car BS. Yeah. And I was loving all of it. He was giving me the tour, starting up cars. Mm-hmm. Freaking. Uh, he has an eight-second drag that, car. That dart. Yeah, it's an eight-second drag car. It's like full freaking fiber. gnarliest thing. Funny like, car. Full funny car. Yeah. Parachutes and all that stuff. Yeah. Just sitting in, I mean, this, that was like one of the last things you showed me. It's next to, uh, 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 what was it? A Ferrari F355? Yeah. Which is Tim Allen's. Yeah. It's a 340. Black 348. Yeah. I called it correctly at the time. I was yeah. surprised, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I was surprised. But he started up, he had his, uh, Dodge Dart pulled out. It's got like a 500 cubic inch Hemi motor or something, like straight from the factory that he even went to like stage three. He like traced it back. Like he, you could buy this factory hot motor from Mopar. Um, but then he, you know, found out who the real engine builder was and called him up and like was, you know, just asked him about the motor and the guy's like, no, yeah, they restricted it. You want to do this and this and this. So he like, you know, got the cams and everything and had the guy do head work. And so it's like, it's like this, one of those intake manifolds, it's like spreads the car. It's two fours on top and they're spread out super wide. And so the engine looks crazy, but he started up for me. It's fucking so nuts with huge slicks in the back. All his cars are so extreme. Really cool. And this, like, vintage, like, 70s uh, cherry paint job with, like, all these different colors. Where is this? Just up in the mountains. Oh, wow. 
Um, so yeah, he, he was looking at my hood and we were talking about options and, um, I would love to take it to him and have him spray it. And so that might happen in the future. Yeah. Um, I, I was also, I also went to pick and pull cause I was just in the neighborhood looking to just buy a hood cause they're 50 bucks. Um, but they're, they're. I think I'd be looking for a while to find the right car, and like the right color that is, that's well, good in good shape. The color would be amazing, but t- to find a hood at Pink Pole that isn't fucked up in some way would be... Most of the cars are like front end. Front front end, end or, yeah, they or then, they're, are. then they're opened and like mm-hmm. people Like when people open them, them yeah, they like slammed on them. stuff. Yeah. Exactly, like yeah. just worst case scenario. Um, I demoldified my uh the Mercedes 230. Oh, that bit. deserves a high five. Wow. It's not, a... Job isn't complete, but I did most of it. I just wiped vinegar on stuff. Sweet. And it worked really well. Nice. How I long hope. did that take you? Uh like maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, that you should have waited longer to <laughs> start the process. <laughs> I was waiting until it no really time. got warm There's consistently. No time. Yeah, uh, yeah, you got to wait. I don't know. You got to wait. Uh and then yesterday I brought the uh parts car home. I drove the You drove it? I drove it home. The it was kind of gnarly, the S-Class, yeah, the 280 SE. I thought it had like a bad uh, rear end. You know, I, I I think it was he it was fine. Fix it all back. It's perfect. <laughs> God. I mean, it wasn't perfect. Some Bondo and some pain, it'll be all good. Yeah. No, a couple of people will see it and they'll be like, oh man, that's nice. And I'm like, no way. Like, you have not seen these Russells. Um, yeah, so that story gets a little deeper, but yeah, I, I was going to... For the ha- listeners, this is a W116 Euro manual. Yeah. Oh, so you had the leak down and compression test done. Which are good. The leak down is reported as like 20% on all cylinders, uh-huh. which is within reason. Yeah. How about uh, compression? It's compression even. was pretty good all the way across. Yeah. I actually thought I, I I had the piece of paper with all the results. It's in my other pants. But um, yeah, they were all like, you know, within reason, like around 150. Cool. Yeah. And consistent throughout all the yeah. cylinders. Yeah. You know, like, the yeah, that's the biggest thing. Um, but he's like... You know, when I was when I was getting ready to test it, I thought it was going to be a total handful. Uh, but it it the motor's good. It like seems seems great. And I know now after driving it home that you know it's it, like the cooling system's all working fine and everything. And dude, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, but it's going to be complicated. Uh. It's going to be a little more complicated. So th- it's this the first thing that he said. He's like, "This is a rare motor. Like we didn't, we never got him with this injection system." So Mercedes is weird. I'm I'm still learning a little more about it. But this was uh, they started. This is elect electronic injec- injection. Like there's a computer for this one. It was never brought to the U.S. in this this DJET electronic inject injection and. Super Mercedes nerds might never brought point out problems here on Mercedes or what? Yeah, because yeah, Mercedes was on Porsches. It's the specific. I mean, DJet in general. Yeah, can't, you know, there's a lot of DJet cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, in this configuration, the electronic DJet injection uh, on this type of motor, they didn't import to the United States. Hmm. But in Europe, they started with this one electronic. They went to a manual uh, injection and then. Uh, later switched over to another different electronic injection. So you're gonna put side drives on it? I, I w- I'm looking at that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find the manifolds though. Oh, okay. Like I haven't been able to find them yet. 
maybe if I just need the right contact. Yeah. But uh, and they're expensive, but it might be worth it to just do that. That's kind of my dream setup, just because they look rad and they're you know if you find the right person to help you tune it, I think it's hard to beat that for power. Yeah, little trumpets hanging off. Yeah, front of them. so, so it would look really good on that motor too. It would. It's such a clean motor. And triples, you know, like that'd be sick. But uh, so. The thing with this injection is there's all these different, like the, there's the mass or the, uh, uh, shit, it's the map, the, uh, I'm forgetting what it is. It's, it's basically the, the pressure the sensor. Manifold um, absolute manifold pressure. Manifold Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Manifold absolute pressure sensor. Uh, so that's super important and it's keyed basically to the, uh, the ECU. Right. Um, it's probably one of the very few things that keep everything kind of yeah going. and so we don't get like because this car was ne- that this setup was never in the united states right i don't like uh i think that part is bad online uh and uh there should be no donor parts around so here's the thing could you do one of those fuel injection conversions you know the the what's mega that? squirt yeah like a mega squirt i think i can but it, that's not that's not super easy either. Like, but I don't think it's super crazy. From what I've seen, like people, a lot of people do that in I forty four. Can we agree that that's the worst name? Mega, yeah, Mega Squirt. Squirt yeah. Mega Squirt. It's like GoDaddy websites. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty bad, and it sounds just uh, backyard American kind of. It, <laughs> it doesn't does. sound like you'd want it on anything. There's a an exhaust company, a Billy Boat. Yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> but they usually go by B and B. Oh, do they? Uh, or BB. BB. You see, so that's, so that's it's fun. a little better. But Billy Billy, Billy Boat stuff's expensive. Too. I know. It's all I've seen it. Like, like people like, brag about them. Like well, I mean, I it's don't, not crazy. <laughs> I'm not interested. Like a 944 yeah. Billy Boat system is like 1,300 bucks. You see how ridiculous that for sounds. For a catback, I know. <laughs> it's just a dude's name, just I guess. Think of some, any other name. Yeah. BB. Whatever. Billy Boat. So, uh, yeah, Megasquirt is a thing, but I yeah. think it's like you kind of do it yourself, and there's a lot of learning in there. And unless you know somebody who's done an M110 motor and has it dialed, like the way it works with the different manifolds, it's all yeah. like you're kind of homebrewing it. So that car has an ECU. Yeah. Is there um, is there anyone that's made like a math system for that car that piggybacks I, on? Because I'm not that far into the research That's yet. another thing, like for 944s, for example, there's a guy that makes a math uh, mass airflow kit rather than having that old school, that little thing yeah. that wiggles back and forth on the, on the, <laughs> the arm, armature, yeah, the little armature scans thing. Along. So rather than that, he makes a mass airflow sensor. He, he sells you that, and he just... Um, solder some stuff on your ECU and makes it all good, right? For yeah, I know bucks. they'll take them from like Chevy motors that are like everywhere in the junkyards uh-huh. and it's super easy to find and cheap. I mean, you can definitely make all this happen, just money, time and money. Yeah. Like, you're just going to have to decide. So I'm looking for just the electrics. <laughs> With no one said ever. <laughs> just electrics converted from a European car to. Yeah, basically, I'm just looking for the path of least resistance right now. Like whatever's the easiest, that's exactly let's, the solution I let's want. Let's start here too. You're converting an automatic to a manual. Is the pedal box the same in an S-Class as yours? As your... uh, I have to look. I haven't even looked at that yet. I mean, that would be a huge question, you know, clutch, uh, fit, you know, all that. There's going to be a number of big questions. Yeah. Uh, so I'm starting with just, a, you know, I, the motor starts and runs. Like, I'd like to be able to figure it out so it runs better before I start doing all the work, but yeah. whatever. But, yeah, I mean, that, like, I know I have to, I'm probably going to have to remove the battery from the front, so I'm going to relocate that to the back. I'm going to have to do the measurements. Like, I'll probably have to get the uh, drive shaft cut. Um, there's going to be a lot of little it's things. Major project, yeah. When yeah. are you doing It'll be the center console and everything. Are you going to have it done? 
Or when are you starting? No, like I said before, like I'm not making any firm commitments. Oh. But like this I'm might not, just be a part. I'm saying, are you oh, am do I going to have it done yeah. by somebody? I, I don't know. I mean, it would have to be the right person. Like I, I would. I need to sell my M3 before I can even really consider that. Yeah. Um, and it would be a big chunk of that money. Did you talk to the? Did you call that? I guy? did. Okay. So let me finish this thought first. So uh, basically, uh, I'm actually I've I've been conversing over email with a guy from Germany who's like Doctor Djet. He has a website, and he's got a lot of really great information. Um, and he's like, oh, wait, why do you have that uh, map sensor in your car? Like, that's a 450 U.S. model map. Uh, you should have this 111 instead of the 114 that I have or, or whatever. Uh, and so I look it up on the chart, and he's totally right. Like, I have the wrong one in there. And he's like, yeah, you should go through all the different components and make sure you at least have the right ones to start with. So I find I'm going through them one by one. I, I haven't gone through the whole list, but the throttle position sensor, that's the wrong part number also. And so, I'll, you know, these little things can, you know, make a huge difference, I would guess. Yeah. So, uh uh, he says he does have the right uh, 111 map sensor, uh, but he, for some reason he won't answer my question when I ask how much he wants for it. Uh. Um, so, anyways, yeah, I call, I, I hit up your buddy Lane, who you met just the other day with the Porsche garage and Mercedes garage, and I told him I was like, yeah, I'm going to pick it up right now. You might be interested in some of the parts. Uh, you know, now would be the time to check it out. It's right down the street. So he totally super nice guy. He met me there at the place he was chatting with the guy marcello for a long time too about mercedes and um he might be interested in the interior he's not sure his is decent he's not sure if he'd want to go through all the effort of switching over but yeah. um he, you know we were hanging out for a little bit and he was going for a test drive with me um, cool. he he's, has two one 116s and he has yeah. european bumpers for both he has the silver one and then or he they're both silver both actually. silver yeah one's uh one's a 6.9 and then one's, one's like a 450, 450 I think. Yeah. yeah and they're both really nice like the 450 is in really nice condition i want a 6.9 so bad i just it's impractical. And the 6.9 is really nice. Price yeah, so it's an interesting... I drove uh, 116 all the way home, yeah. like over Skyline and down yeah. Highway 9. and it's, Well, that's it's, a true test. Dude, it is a true test. I did the same test with the 114, yeah. too. You don't fuck around. So get this fucking thing just yeah. throw it into the... He goes, no cell picture. phone service? No problem. <laughs> no, right? Triple A, how far are you? Well, here's the deal. I mean, what do I want to go over 17? Like, that's a whole I mean, other deal. It's true. I that's got true. no plates on this thing. There is a lot uh, of call boxes, though. Only I know. Well, no. Five. So I had Christina following me. Oh, okay. Well, which made good. a huge difference. Oh, that's... that's yeah. Oh, so fine. you cheated. Okay. Right I on. cheated. I did cheat. Um... So you made part. it all the way home. It's at your house now. Yeah. But yeah, so I tested. I was driving a 116. I popped the sunroof. I had my arm out the window for a little bit. I wasn't trying to be too cocky. I was like yeah, kind of elbow up when you shifted or what? So a little bit. Dude, Dude, it's really fun driving a manual Mercedes. Yeah. A big right. manual. Big You're manual. the only person I know that's driven a manual 116. I felt, I was like noticing while I was driving, I was like, this is really rare. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. And it's got roll-up windows. Handful of those cars in the U.S. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely, you definitely feel the size, but I was cooking on like tire, you know, shitty tires. Yeah. I was like, you know, like Christina said, she, for a little bit, she was having a hard time keeping up and it's got, you know, I was tripping out i was like dude I, I don't feel like i'm doing 90 miles an hour or 70 miles an hour <laughs> but it's all kilometers like it doesn't even have the miles per right. hour on there yeah. oh can i throw this other question i told you that it, it wasn't going to be quick for my project That's fine. You're, you're doing fine uh so everything's in kilometers you know it's all euro so what about the odometer yeah kilometers, kilometers. 
They don't have to switch that out. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Maybe DOT. You know, you have to put no, markers not on. back in the... Not, so it's got 225,000 kilometers. So like yeah, not miles. 75,000 miles or something. Yeah. Um, cool. For what that's worth. So you, when you bought your 114, is it 114? Yes. <laughs> I was taking a drink. I know, but come on. <laughs> okay. Um, Blaine could have had my back. Then. You were, you said something along the lines of, you know, it's just like an S class. I mean, it's just, it looks <laughs> almost like the same thing. And we we're like, no, 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 no. Like obviously S is bigger and it's just a whole different structure and stuff. So now you've driven them. Both. Yeah, but it's a later model too. Like yeah. I stand by the fact that '69 S Class and uh, the Baby Benz, I don't know, or whatever you call it, the E Class. What is it back? C Class. C B. No, it wasn't it even was that. An e. It was an E. What, was so C. what? What was the S back then? The model designation. Uh, it was so an this S? is a 114. Yeah. The one, W114 was the lower model. Uh, what was the S Class then? That's a good question. Like um, a 108 or something. Yeah, whatever. Six. If you go same year, uh, both those different cars. Yeah, dude, I think the profile, like the looks, are almost know, exactly the same. I'm, they are dimensionally like, but also it's grown a little bit. Wise, well, sure, a, but fine details. Like yeah. you just look at them. I know, but we're all about the street. fine details. So I'm saying you've driven them back to back, and like how the door is shut and the this, the width of it. And no, it's a very big difference. The, the 116 way bigger overall yeah. than the 114, and it's way more imposing. Like kind yeah. of wafting and oh, wa- much waft. Yeah, yeah, much there was waft. Way more wafting, which is nice it's kind of cool yeah. i actually i prefer the 114 i really can't wait to get the 114 going i really right. want to it's like it, it's going to be a really fun car with this yeah, sure you just picture that power and that manual transmission yeah in a smaller package dude just package. the manual transmission like yeah. it's going to be so fun and it's not it's a slow manual like you have to really yeah. you'll grind gears if you go, go too fast uh you know you have to That's take great. your time like it, w- what was really fun was in the beginning, I was going through town, you know, trying. I was just, I couldn't wait to get on 84 and then start going up the hill and like, rather than stop signs because it, it didn't want to run very well. Um, it, it would die in between stop signs and stuff. Uh, so, uh, it was really fun to actually get it up to speed and then start after, you know, as I'm coming down Highway 9, I've been shifting it quite a bit and you start to learn the rev range and, you know, when you downshift and the pace and it's really cool in a Mercedes. It's like you got the style plus you got these extra inputs that you can do that. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, and, it's a rare car. And I, I uh, honestly, I, I don't feel like I can comment on the power at all. Like, it didn't feel very powerful. Like, it definitely got me up to speed, but I feel like it was super limited in the revs. And I, I the way it was managing the fuel, it was totally herky-jerky. And so I, I feel like it was just, it's just not running right right now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. But I, I think even at that, there's... You know, there's enough power. And you're driving the, you know, you're driving the BMW 7 Series with the small motor. With a motor, with tiny motor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So you throw that motor in the baby car and it'll probably haul Yeah, that's a great, great little motor. The guy, Marcelo, he's like, yeah, it's going to be roasting tires and stuff. And I was like, I hope so. <laughs> not just that, you're pre-smog, so... Yeah, sky's the limit. I, I know. Mean, so headers and exhaust. And- any any help? Anybody who knows who's listening, or you guys right here, like the I, I would love to put triple side draft Webers on, if I can just find the right kit with the right manifolds and whatever. I know there. it's going to be expensive. It's, but- I was just going to say it's all out there, but it's bank. Like that stuff for vintage. I mean, when I look it up, like triple Webers, it's like 240Zs. They're all kinds, yep. and then Jaguars and stuff. Just call uh, your boys. Yeah, Irvine. 
Yeah. Hey guys, it's Brian again. To, yeah. Oh, hey Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so those are my basic. I still haven't sold. I, I'm, I'm almost going to cut ties on the E36. Like almost. It's such a money juggling money right now. Like well, I would say that um, I almost think painting the hood is the lowest priority. Like your seals on the window, don't you think? Dude, that's I think more I, I think I should just sell it. I don't. I, I don't think anything I can do is going to make it yeah. really raise in value sure, much more than. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know. I would love to ask seventy five and get seven, but I'm guessing I'll probably have to take sixty five or do. cleaning it will be the biggest thing. Clean it and put it on Craigslist. Yeah, like. Yeah. Honestly, just so I clean the wheels. Sure. <laughs> that makes it as stock as possible. Yeah, just clean it. Yeah. And then just, just like, be done with it. That's I, what it is. There, yeah. There's a lot of little things that I could do with it, but... Yeah, you're probably not going to get your money back, so... Yeah, yeah just I agree. Sell it as I agree. So, do you guys want to jump into some questions? Whoa. Whoa, I that was like fucking Matrix. Lane almost dropped his phone, and he like... I've never seen him move faster. Uh, I want to thank everyone for all the questions. We got tons. That's awesome. It's pretty rad. Uh, so let's uh let's dive in. Go for it. All right, we got some name that I don't even want to pronounce. Alno. <laughs> I'm doing it anyways. Hi, which model to start with a low budget? Any advice? Thanks. Cheers from France. Awesome. Um, bonjour. First of all, Volkswagen GTI. There you go. We all started there, kind Re- of. <laughs> Reno Reno Fuego. Renault Fuego? Yeah. In Fuego or whatever it's called. Is <laughs> oh, it it's Fuego? Fuego. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking Fuego. about. Fuego. We never got them. Yeah, we did, actually. Uh, yeah, GTI. I think it's good. GTI. Yeah. Or a Rabbit. Um, it's cheap. It's fun. Um, economical for those expensive mm-hmm. go, prices. Go Mark Mark 1 or Mark 2. Yes. If you can find a Mark 1 in France don't or go, Mark 2. Don't go Mark 3 or 4. Yeah, it's like, then what do you, no sense Then you're kind of boy racer, too. Yeah. So, and I, you know, E30 would be sweet. And we need more information. What's your budget? E30 would be cool. Uh, yeah, so we need more info. But thanks for listening. Um, By the way, I have a Mark II in my forest right now. You have a Mark II in my forest? What? I, yeah, so uh, Matt from 1552, I yeah. won't say too much, but Ruben hit me up. He's like, hey, uh, my buddy Matt is like supposed to pick up this car in Felton, but he's in LA and you know, he needs to get it out of there. I was going to help him, but I'm out of town or out of the country. Uh, can you help? And I was like, I'm always looking to build good karma for yeah. cars. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's do it. You know, kind of like, but you also gave him the caveat of like, this car could get crushed by a tree yeah. or like yeah. sap all over it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, also like shit can go wrong with that sort of stuff so easily like so what's I, you start to try to do a good favor and then it's uh so turns, turns bad so you're housing a mark ii yeah for a couple weeks is it any good <laughs> it's terrible oh why did he buy it he got it cheap and he's gonna kind of he's gonna redo it matt has like matt has tons of cars too yeah he's no. gonna he's gonna he's gonna do it right you know it, all you need is a shell basically uh-huh. um but uh i mean if you're looking at it objectively as a car it's <laughs> terrible like dude the shit was so crazy. Like I went to go pick it up and I had heard that, you know, the kid drove it, a kid drove it. Uh, he bought it like, you know, his mom saw it and she's like, no, you can't mess with this car. (laughs) So he had to sell it. But basically, um, I, he drove it over 17 to Felton. And so I was like, well, I'll just, you know, 
plan A, I'll jump in, I'll drive it to my house. Like, you can follow me and give me a ride back to my car. Like, that's all going to be good. I show up, and he's like, no, you're not going to drive it. Like, we'll just have a triple aid, which I'm fine with. But yeah. I check it out. The freaking... This kid drove it over 17. There were two lug nuts on the front wheels. Oh. I shake the wheels. I actually have a video on my phone. I, I shake it. The sh wheels are, like, ready to fall off. And so I brought lug nuts because I knew there was missing lug nuts. Uh, I, I packed my heavy-ass jack, brought some lug nuts for my Beamer and everything. So I, I plug them in. Uh, so it's got four. I shake it. The wheel's still about to fall yeah. off. It's like a wheel, wheel bearing. about to fall off. Uh -huh. So then I look on the back just because I have it jacked up, so I'm testing that. That's even worse. Like, I was almost able to pull the entire wheel off. Get out of here. Attached to the brakes. Wow. It was so bad. And I didn't even check the other side because, like, they, we're, not, who cares? we're not driving yeah, it. Yeah. They live amongst us. Um, and then, uh, you have know. you talked to Matt? About yeah. It? I told him all about it after, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, and then you, you try to start it up, and uh, it has, like, a disable lock, so you have to. You, you turn the key, but that doesn't start. You press underneath the press dash, a button, press yeah. a button to start. Worst. Um, it did start eventually, and uh, it's a GTI or just a standard GTI. Golf? Uh, it's got like the single light, single round light conversion, aftermarket yeah. conversion. That's like, it's like uh, zip tied on. Um, it's brown paint, which actually looks really cool. Uh, but it's not factory. It was factory red and. Um, it's decent enough for How whatever. How much did he pay? Can we, uh, uh, you know, like nothing. 500, 500 bucks. bucks. Yeah, something like that. Ugh. Okay. Oh. That's so, cool. I mean, if he's just using it for sure. I mean, they're so simple. As yeah. long as it's not rusted out, then. Yeah. Like, if he, then he, he's, he's going to replace all the suspension and he's everything. He's going to do what he wants. Don't you think for like 2500 bucks you get like a rad But driver? I don't think he cares. He's probably just going to pull it apart and build his dream yeah, GTI. So. He I has guess. like tons of, he has a 930, he has a 911, he has, uh, he has a cool Audi 100. Yeah, I just think the really price cool difference like, is so minimal. I know. Get, uh, yeah, the WA thing would be like start with a decent driver because it's not that much. Two thousand bucks. Yeah, you know. You yeah, get, start with but, a really fresh car that you can drive and kind yeah, of. I mean, you're at what it needs. Yeah. In hindsight, he pr would probably do the same thing because yeah. he's like he bought it and then he's like, yeah, I just can't figure out how to get it up to Oakland to the shop. They're going to charge me the same price as the car, and it's like if you bought a twenty five hundred dollar one, you wouldn't have to worry about that. You just drive it to exactly, the shop, exactly. and then everything's easier at the shop. Yeah, and, and maybe the wheel bearings are okay. Right. Where is he bringing it in Oakland? Or is is he still bringing it up there? I didn't even. I didn't ask if I could talk about it, and I don't know if he keeps it a secret or that. We're many good. We're good. It. I mean, yeah, I'm, it's, it's a good shop that we follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, is it Sport Tuning? Yeah, Thomas Sport Tuning. Yeah, those guys are cool. Uh, all right, they have that really cool uh, the caddy the little pickup mm -hmm. with the BMX bike in the back. So I rad. took a picture of That's it cool. at Easy a few so months rad. ago, dude. But short, long story short, is the Mark Twos are so sick. You just see them, and you know, yeah, you, yeah they're it's great. Just the size yeah. and everything, great and, shape, just yeah. simple and yeah. and a little like Mark Ones are great too. Like those two are just like perfect, perfect little hatches. Yeah. You yeah. Know? All right. So uh, the Lavenhagen asks, "What's up with those fly hats?" Oh, so we put together. We have a bunch of patches basically, and I bought a handful a couple handfuls of hats so you got handfuls yeah no oh. couple so handfuls i'm gonna i'm gonna How many? kind of iron them on and then i'm gonna sew them as well oh, cool sew the patches on them we'll put them up for sale on our site yeah so it's just kind of like a recycling and they're uh adjustable they are cool adjustable uh mesh trucker hats nice but not not um not the foam. foam not foam like smart. nicer smart man all right and they're a good brand mm -hmm. They're like that, whatever that good brand is. And then Hushy Pushy asks, uh, are you guys excited for the 24 hours of Le Mans? Uh, oh, you I, mean Le Mans? 
Lemo. I didn't even know what was happening. I'm, I'm not excited I'm at all. I'm not excited. I don't follow that racing close enough to have an opinion, really. Um, yeah, I, I don't. don't know. I don't either. I I don't I watch really watch every, too much real motorsport. I watch every uh, race of World Rally Championship, though. You do on Red Bull. On it's Red free, Bull, oh, it's I great. Start doing that. It's an hour long, commercial free. Yeah, it's super entertaining, it's and they basically show you the best parts. Exactly, and, an and also like in different parts of the world, and mm-hmm. it's. Very... I should start doing that because part of it with watching that. I mean, I'm sure it's it's cool, but I don't follow anything up to it. Yeah. Although this year the Ford GT is racing. That's true. And Porsche is going, you know, they won last year for the first time in 10 years. And Audi's back too. And Audi's back. So it should be a pretty exciting year. It's just one of those things that I don't even know if I'll be able, like, where does it air? And I don't even have regular television. Speed vision, bro. I know. And I, yeah, that doesn't exist. (laughs) 1996. And I'd have to go somewhere to watch it. It's like a whole thing, you know? I guess I can watch it on the internet somewhere, but. Yeah. It's also such a, so far, I mean, Formula One is too, but rally I can relate to a little bit. I don't know. It's like sort of normal cars doing things on normal roads. Yeah. If you did a vintage Le Mans with like yeah. 944s and the old like right. MGB GTs and like all these different generations of like a Goodwood Le Mans too. 24 that hour, would good be amazing, yeah. that would be so there were no cars at the end. But... High class 24 hours of lemons. Yes. You know, with real vintage cars and stuff. Yeah. That, I... that would be. I, I we would have to watch that. That'd be like camp out special. Yeah. Right. My uh, my dream car show for us to do is still the, like, taking a 944, refreshing the suspension, putting modern rubber on it, and running through a, a test, you know, all the tests yes. against, like, uh, an E30 M3 kind of thing. Right. And then taking some, like, more modern competition out there and seeing how close it is with, you know, because all we have is the standard of today's cars with the standard of 1985, which is basically... The rubber has changed so much, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like the maximum G's for a car back then was like 0.88 or something. Would you change you know? brake pads? I think you could do stuff yeah, like that. Like modern. Yeah, like modern kind has of, all the consumables. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, the other thing is it's hard to find stock cars from the 80s. Like yeah. having impossible. something that's been, you know, has all the factory fresh bushings. Uh-huh. Well, not just that, but nobody like, does that. Like if anybody redoes all the bushings, they change them. And yeah. Like think yeah. about compression and, and a motor that has 175,000 miles yeah, that yeah. you're going to yeah. find. You'd have to, yeah, you'd have to rebuild. It would just be kind of neat to, super neat without, you know, taking a car that runs well, you know, like, and just doing that, that test to see how far off they, these cars really are, or, you know, putting it up against a new Honda SI. Yeah, that'd be rad. But I don't know how I got to that. I think the vintage Le Mans, how I got to that. So, next question is Kai Laud asks, uh, can you tell your buddy to make an Android version of the BRZO app? Phil, you need to get on that. <laughs> yeah, get on it. Get on it, Phil. I'll send him a text message Put right now. Put those twins to bed and get working. Yeah, because... <laughs> uh, and Phil just bought a new car. The C4... Uh, C4S, yeah. 2002. 90, uh, 996 911 yeah. C4S. Yeah, it looks like it's black. Like dark blue or... Or is it black? Oh, I thought it was black. I cannot stand that front end. It just kills me. I would so much rather have oh, your 99... Yeah, yeah. But the chrome headlights... I know the car is good. The C4Ss look really cool. The that's back my, end is the best. That's my favorite... 996. That long uh, light bar mm-hmm. with those side with strakes. With the side strakes and no spoiler. Yep. It just looks right. It does. And they're wide pretty body aggressive too. with the yeah. wide body. And he says, also for Lane, what advice would you give to your fellow DWA hosts to help ensure their future in the car ownership with children? 
with children in future and or fun coming car into the uh, their lives. Uh, I try to brainwash my daughters into liking cars and motorcycles at a young age, uh, but that's only part of my scheme uh, and only partly works. How about you? Well, I went on eBay and was looking for vintage Tonka toys for my son. There you go. Because I had those at my grandparents' house, the whole, like, the crane, the backhoe, the dump truck. All of them, all metal. S- solid metal. They probably weighed, like, eight pounds yeah. each. They get all rusty. Jagged-ass edges. Yeah. yeah. Rusty as fuck. So but you good. can stand on them, sit on them. Yeah. yeah. Spray paint them yeah, when they get they're exactly. rusty. exactly. And they're actually affordable. Fifteen bucks for, like, a cool. nice dump truck. No way. So nice, that's how I'm going to start. That I is, know. I think that's a good way to do it. Like, just have some little diecast toys around yeah. for them to play with and mess with. And then I think with my daughters, like, I'm not, like, actively trying to get them into cars or anything. But I think, like, vicariously they might be or might be totally against it. Uh, <laughs> my youngest daughter definitely, like, shows a natural interest in it where my older daughter is less inclined to be interested. Because your younger daughter gets in and wants to, like, shift Yeah, and she wants drive. to shift and turn the wheel and press yeah. all the buttons and stuff. My other daughter, but they do both, you know, know, being around them, I just, like, I'll point out cars to them and stuff. And, you know, they kind of like that, and they'll notice. Amelie knows a CX-5 mod. You know, she knows that's mom's car. Like, right. <laughs> she knows, like, a Porsche and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, you know, like yeah. just actively, like, talking to them and, like, mentioning, hey, look at that car. That thing's cool, huh? Do you like that? You yeah. Know? Like, stuff like that. So, that's what I've been doing. Any thoughts, Brian? Uh, no, I mean, I don't have any data to work with. Yeah. Really. <laughs> well, I, my niece, Natalie, she, I've noticed that, you know, she, she would kind of like have a predisposition to liking it. Like she, you know, mm-hmm. she jumped in the race car before and, um, and you, you know, like little... I had my motorcycle out and she like wanted to get up on it and I was like showing her how to rev the motor and my sister's like, what are you doing? Like get her <laughs> down off that motorcycle. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, I don't know. Like, well, I don't know about forcing. Well, you also have like a little it. nephew and a boy. It was, yeah. what, two or? Yeah, he's small enough that, uh, yeah. I mean, he's pointing at all sorts of stuff, but. Yeah. All right. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you really force it or what. I mean, I know your girls, Lane, they, like, know how to say Porsche and everything. Like, yeah, they do. <laughs> that's even just though from, oh, that's not, osmosis. Even though I'm not a Porsche sn- snob in that way, yeah. I'll say Porsche all day long. So <laughs> Yeah. I don't really care. Uh, Dizzy8085 uh, asks, uh, fun hypothetical favorite race car. Say you get a day, a day in a track of your choice, new or old, doesn't matter. 1971 through 72 Ferrari 312 PB. Oh, oh interesting. Open cockpit, flat 12, about 500 horsepower, 1,400 pounds. No aids. You study this question? That's my favorite race car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> driven by the, you know, Redman, Andretti, Jackie X. Um, just a legendary car. I don't know if it was super successful, but it's just one of those 918 Porsche, you know, crazy cars. And that's that's what I would go with. Three one two PB. Okay. Great I would choice. do the Colin McRae Subaru GC eight. Yes. Rally car. Nice one. Any particular uh country rally? Oh, good question. I don't know enough about it, but I think like Finland or something like that. You're a snow guy. Do they is that a that's a snow rally? Yeah, I don't know if they do Finland anymore. They do Norway and Sweden or one of the two. There's one of those ones up there, like in Scandinavia, that's like a, it's in dirt. 
Okay. And apparently yeah. it's got really great roads and it's just over like yeah. following Ken Block on Instagram for right. over a long right. time. Like he's said that that's like his favorite roads because they're like super high speed undulating, like, yep. you know, big sweepers through critical like forest sections. And the Swedish rally this year, um, because of El Nino, they had shit snow and it was basically a dirt rally. So all these stages oh. that they usually have these crazy snow jumps and stuff. Were and all, all the rally, rally drivers. They were complaining, gas, about, complaining uh, about global warning. They were complaining about the tire choices because they they usually just come with their snow tires and oh. studs and have it all figured mm-hmm. out. But it was like some stages were gravel and then others were full snow. But Monaco has snow usually and dry tarmac. But oh, interesting. Yeah, that'd be an interesting one. Lane, I'd probably just go with like a seven years. No, like a nine eleven RSR. Yeah, something kind of like. Naturally aspirated. Familiar, but Not crazy, but pretty radical. Yeah. Big, meaty tires on the back. Oh, man. So good. Tall sidewall. somewhat nimble. Yeah. Yeah. There was an RSR replica for sale on Instagram today. Did you see that post? Uh, Yeah, that's uh, a guy we follow. Yeah. He he always is flipping 911s and stuff. a beautiful car. It's really nice. 160K. I know. He said asking. Yeah. But it's silver with a little yellow, like an orange front lip spoiler and CB uh, headlights. What's his name? Like Obazert. Osbus Berkey. Or yeah, he always has really cool. Oscar Berkey. He's always picking up like um. He's always picking up nine elevens and flipping them. He, that's like kind of his thing. That one sounded awesome. Yeah, it's a. That's his personal car. It's like a three point eight liter twin plug. Yeah. It's, he said like four hundred and something wheel horsepower. Yeah, the thing's a beast. Dude. And it just and twenty two hundred pounds or twenty three hundred pounds. Dude, that's crazy. That's a real car. It right would. There. It would haul butt. Dude. Yeah, that's a real car. All right. Uh, CM Harrell says. Hashtag very patriotic because we put a picture of a yeah that was a weird American Porsche flag badge. Porsche badge that wasn't like an American <laughs> speedster or anything that was from uh, the Porsche parts having swap meet and uh, Concord that I went to this last weekend that looked fun that Donald, wasn't, Donald that, Trump was driving that it. was in the Concord section make which Porsche I, great again I don't understand the Concord section <laughs> bunch of people washing their new cars yes. to try and get them judged yes like, what is the point of that That's brilliant it's crazy. All right. And then Dan uh, Curiolo. Uh, <laughs> the best uh, part of answering questions is Lane trying to pronounce the he name. He loves pronouncing them. <laughs> I'm glad I'm forcing he it. He says, DWA, what you listening to? <laughs> Been cruising to Broke for free, but haven't came across your intro song. What's it called? Oh, shit. I don't know what it's called, and I forgot to look it up. But I was going to. He's off the top of my head? Nope. Uh, he found it. But, um... Uh, what you've been listening to? I forget what it's called. Dude. I was this morning. I drove to work and I was listening to our local college radio station, and it's uh, Wiki Wiki Wednesday, which is oh, the, that's a great one, the Hawaiian show. Yeah, oh my gosh. I was listening to a little Hawaiian music wow, on my way nice. to work. Is this UCSC? Yeah, or? Wow. yeah. I was huh. uh, you know tapping the tapping mm-hmm. the steering wheel as I was. It's as hard as... to lose with Hawaiian music. The only problem What's is that? if you make a Hawaiian music Pandora station, it's basically the same songs over and over again. <laughs> it's uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh, but I somewhere Over the Rainbow. Exactly. Right Rutta is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just that over and over. Yes. Yeah. Every third song. Yep. I listened to Smoking Tire today. Oh. And, uh, and then I looked on BAT today and Matt Farah sold his DeLorean for 51K. That was his DeLorean? 51, yeah. 4,000-mile car? stupid-ass car to buy. I mean, really, 
What are you going to do with that? But it's just a car you've always liked. I don't know. I it's know. like cherry, 4,000 miles. He put more than that into it. He put sure. 25K into like the update, the restoration stuff. That's actually low uh, compared so to what it's, I thought. It's obviously like a perfect DeLorean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, garage. It was put in a garage in 1984. Oh, God. I just don't get those cars. They're, they're I, know, I don't neat. really either. They're neat. Like I, would I don't really get it neat. either. I mean, I wouldn't want one. No. And they're not built well or no, anything. There's nothing like greater motor. motor. There's a company that will still build you one. I mean, dude, that's DMC who he had do yeah. his car too. So he had them do go through it and do everything to it. And they put a big like turbo or something on it. They made the engine more powerful. So yeah. it has like 200 horsepower now. But that's an engine where when you're buying a Volvo 7 series, you avoid the v, the six cylinder motor. You want you want the four cylinder turbo. You don't want that shitty six cylinder, which is what that. Right. That's a Renault Volvo yeah. engine that was used for everything, and that was the bad motor essentially. But okay. yeah, fifty grand. So I think it's one of those cases where you know Matt thought that he wanted this car because it was super cool and reminded him stuff, but uh, then he realizes that it's not really great at any function. So now I think he he's trying to get into uh, either a new Ford Mustang Cobra. He was saying the, a, or, a newer Porsche GT3. Or the GT3, like a 997 or something, yeah. which is rad. That's a great decision. Like pick something that, you know, sell a few and then make something that you can use. Yeah, he had yeah. a really good, they had a good uh, interview the other week with a, I forget the journalist's name, but uh they were saying, you know, he was out, he was kind of grilling him on it. Like, what do you want your car to do? He says, well, I want it for my sports car. I want it to be good in the canyons, fun to drive. And this car isn't good at that, basically, you know, like, yeah. so it basically just sits in a warehouse. But then he's going to run into that issue of fast car fast. And, you know, you get a 997 and uh, all of a sudden it's like, where do you drive it? Super <laughs> you have to drive it to the track, basically, yeah. like on the but streets. It's, but then yeah, you can, you can you know? yeah. It's totally set up. I mean, uh, it, that, that's a perfect car, basically. Speaking of bringing a trailer, there's a 928 on there for uh, no reserve. That red one? Yeah. I think it's at little, four grand. A little rusty trunk. Yeah. But it's a manual, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah it, it looks, looks like a good car, pretty actually. Pretty honest. You know, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, it just has a rusty trunk. reminded me of yours, really. It was like yeah. an early 928 yeah, red. It looks great, yeah. Yeah. Four grand. All right, next one is, I'm not even, he's J underscore F underscore R underscore Y. That's an awful name. <laughs> Oh, Jeffrey. Yeah. Uh, what's the ideal engine to drop into an 86 Carrera Targa? Bigger is better? Question mark. Um, it's a Targa, so I almost think it doesn't matter. Small block V8. <laughs> That's the worst choice. <laughs> Electric. I mean, I think it's I the engine. I would say stock. Can, I think it's the engine that you can get. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think a stock 86 Carrera motor would be pretty sweet with a, like, with um do like a stainless steel heat exchanger and, and a nice billy boat exhaust <laughs> no, like, a, like a burst exhaust or something or a sport exhaust like you know convert the muffler you, yeah where you where that's you always basically cool. weld off the ends and you put the two pipes down the middle like just just have fun with that car um if you're going for motor i mean you can go like a 3.6 twin plug or something out of a 996 or and how much you but, spend sorry 993 but adding lightness yeah and you just have fun with that good motor. But I think that's a fun car. Like, I wouldn't necessarily, like, if you want more power and speed, then go buy a, a 996 Turbo or something, or really. Yeah, like a an 86 is a great year for a Porsche. Great year, yeah. Like that, what, is it a 3.2 liter? Yeah. 
Yeah, great motor. And, I mean, there's only so much that chassis should really take with the target top. Like They're pretty good. They're more flexy than the coupe, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, the stock one. There, there's definitely something to be said for staying stock. Yeah. Like, you, you go can, to a mechanic you, and people know what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's a huge benefit. Like, there... For me, there's there would have to be like a big reason to not stay stock, and that's not an an, an anemic car or anything. It has like plenty of power. It's like yeah. it's it's great for it's not it's not even slow car fast. It's like yeah, it's yeah. a little Tinker faster with the than rest that, of it. Right? Leave the motor, but yeah. I think you're right, Land. Like whatever engine you can get, if you need a motor, like it's whatever's available. I'm sure that Porsche engine prices are pretty crazy. They are right pretty now. crazy, like, and rebuilding like, a Porsche engine is like 20k. So oh yeah, um, stay that's, away. Yeah. And then next question is, uh, Adam Scott, uh, uh, Adam Scott Bowling. So that's a uh, art's favorite name to say. He says, Lane art, do you guys do much with your local PCA? Why or why not? And then a follow up to that was our, uh, buddy Ryan Porsche hobbyist asks, uh, I'll add to this and ask what role, if any, do you think age plays in local P- PCA participation? So, um, art said, he only participates in PCA autocrosses. He's Just been to those couple, a couple of times. Like yeah. I think he's been to two or three. And he basically follows like Renless for stuff. But I don't think we've really been to much rent. I've been to one Renless drive. I, I haven't done anything PCA really. I've been in PCA like sporadically over the last like 25 years. Uh, I think was the first time I joined was 25 years ago. Uh, when I was just a little, a wee lad. Is Renless only Porsche? Renless is only Porsche. But, uh, yeah, it, I just remember getting, you know, you get the newsletters, the Renless newsletters, your local p- chapter and everything, and, and your Panorama, Mer- uh, Panorama magazines. And it's just a bunch of old people. <laughs> yeah. Like hanging out in a, like a, not a, a cool restaurant or something and like wearing <laughs> badges. It just, it never seemed that appealing to go on one of those to do the well, PCA stuff. So to answer Ryan's question, it, it just, I think age has a lot to do with it. And it seems like more of an, an old, an old timer, you know, club. Maybe our group thing is a little bit more, but that's old too. That's old timers now yeah. too. And I think they've kind of mm, <laughs> jumped the shark a little. So jo- join driving while awesome and mm-hmm. we'll show you the light. Well, there's um, no joining, but <laughs> we have a mail at Rally West Lane. <laughs> we do have a it's mail. It's 14 list. people strong, and we have a bunch of people asking about the rally, Warren. Not I on here. Told but you, I got. I know, but we need to start. I want to start. I need. I need to show you guys the route, and yeah. then we get all. Let's get that excited. route settled ASAP. It's settled, and we can do some it. like test runs. Yeah, yeah, test we need runs to get this early. Thing going. It's people settled. Are, people are. Hyped. I was too stressed last night. Last time, <laughs> people are hyped. hyped. Let me just tell you this. It's going to be awesome. We have a guy in the Lamborghini wants to go. I hear this. Everyone wants to go, and then it's like, oh, I'm busy that weekend. Hey, I don't know. Everybody's we got, we got a Lamborghini Harama. Hey. A what? Lamborghini Harama. Uh, <laughs> we did get. Is that a <laughs> shawarma? Is, <laughs> is that a real car? Yeah, it is. I, yeah. So we did get. We got 35 cars ago. So I don't, I don't know. No, I know, but it was funny how there was a lot of, like, totally down, and then, yeah. like, half of our actual, like, close Did friends. you guys watch uh, Derek uh, Whiteacre's video? No. On was the it? Baja Targa, California, or whatever? I did not. That rally. So, I noticed... Um, I've been teased. Uh, what's his name? Whittington, in the Lotus, got some award for, like, overcoming... He was on our rally. Yeah. In the Black Lotus. Oh, he was no, he was rally. rad. Yeah. yeah. And he, he got some end-of-the-trip award for the... Oh, that's cool. You know... Uh, his car 
fucking up and him making it Lotus. out or yeah. something like yeah. that. I will tell you that it will be a three-day, um, two-night event. Sounds amazing. And um, everything's pretty much laid out. Awesome. So it's just a matter of the fine details. Cool. I uh, I kind of I kind of signed our our friend. Um, oh, what's his name? <laughs> Good old friend, yeah, yeah. pal, <laughs> buddy. Hey, man. Moving, moving, on. <laughs> moving on. I'm so bad. Our friend Kevin at AutoWorks Detailing. Oh yeah. He yeah. he. Want, I I kind of signed him up for the next rally, and he said he'd like, um, to promote AutoWorks Detailing and stuff. He wants he'll like go and clean all the windows no. in the morning of the rally, so everyone has like clean windows and stuff like that. Come on, yeah, be really have to do that. That'd be a great service. That would be great service. Brian, Something you always forget. Brian yeah. is just going to not watch his car for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Actually, so on the rally, I brought uh, like some rad uh, washer fluid stuff, you know, the foaming stuff and yeah. rags. I had it already. I washed my windows a couple times during the rally. Yeah, I think I even lent it to people to wash their own. I brought Dude, a bunch of detail spray. and Colin, yeah. Colin freaking Herrick took his car to one of those pay and wash places in Paso Robles. What? He has a convertible. Well, we put the top up. <laughs> what? How did he do that? Um, yeah, like on the first night, he went because across the street from our hotel was one Great. of those places, and he sprayed it off. And good idea. I know. I was kind of jealous, but also mm. kind of no, wanted. I, I wanted the ground. I don't grime. want it. I wanted to look. You want the ground? I want it to be dirty. I want yeah. to roll dirty. Clean on Friday, grimy on Sunday. That's right. Martin XXS Rally Spec E30. I don't know. Yes. What does that mean? That'd be cool. Go watch uh, Chris Harris on Cars rally his E30. Ooh, where he puts it in the ditch? No, he smashes the oil pan. But um, oh, that's right. For a for quite a bit of time there, he's loving it. That's an M3. No, his is an E30. Well, no, the one, it's an M3. Yeah, it's like an it's it it's an E30 a four, no, it's an E34 door. Yeah, there might be two. There's a uh, few videos probably. The, I'm thinking of the M3, and he like puts it off into the dirt. No, he's doing a full rally race with a co-driver. Oh, this is a different one. He's he took his E30 M3 and he like basically he crashed it. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. I didn't think he did that. Yeah, he's so good. Like never crashes any. For Checkers or wreckers, one. And then uh, Ra- race band in 2002 asks or says, "I enjoy the podcast. My question: coolest non-Subaru station wagon to set up as a rally spec car." And then he says, keep on keeping on. Mitsubishi Lancer station wagon. Uh, it's kind of a state. Okay. Non-Subaru station know. wagon set up as rally spec. It's kind of a station wagon. That's... No, no, they made a station wagon. I know, but it's more of a hat. It's kind of like the Subaru Impreza as a station wagon. No, it's more boxy than that. But yeah, it's small. It's small. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with that. I don't know why. That's probably good. I'll go with a... I'll... <laughs> Volvo 240? 240. Station wagon. Yeah. Yeah, Volvo 240 is a good rally car. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I've yeah, seen for cool. sale. Yeah. Target Newfoundland. There's a guy that had one. I'm forgetting the name of it now, but what's the... It was my dream car when Dodson I was nine Fox years 10. old. Buick Roadmaster. Oh, Dodson this is a good trivia. It was uh, your dream car when you were five years old. Nine years old, I said. Uh, Saturn Aurora. No, Saturn. <laughs> yeah. L200. AMC, what were they? Oh. The fucking... Oh, oh, uh, Air Eagle. Uh, AMC Eagle. AMC Eagle. Wasn't there two versions or something? Yeah. AMC Eagle. Wagon. Four-wheel drive. Yeah. Wagon. Okay. That'd be good. Not really, though. No, terrible. it would be. 
No. I think it would be awful. I've challenged Horrible. all of you guys to look up the rock crawling videos before. Have you? No. Nope. nope. Never. Never. I challenged the uh, dedicated listeners to look up AMC Eagle rock crawling or whatever, okay. off-road, or AMC Eagle fails. That would give it some good stuff. Yes. It really is impressive. Like okay. Moab and shit. All right. Like we'll check, Subaru we'll, Impreza. We'll check it out sometime in the next 20 years. Oh, the listeners will eat dicks. Okay. AutoWorks Detailing asks, as a mobile detailer, I don't want to drive the same old transit van uh, as the next guy. I'm looking for something to also show my love for cars and be reliable, functional. Any suggestions? I'm thinking Mercedes 300 TE wagon. It's a pretty good choice. Great choice. Who we follow somebody on Instagram who just bought one. Who is that? That is Brian. No, it's Brian down in uh, Seaside with the nine five one. Oh, Deward Tucker or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He bought a sick one, put it on yeah. like BBS wheels yeah, or something. BBS is black. He's like taking road trips over Already? the past weekend, and yeah. it's like he—you can tell he's loving it. Yeah, I like Volvo wagons. I don't know if it's cool enough. Not cool enough. Make oh no, you could rad. make it cool. No, you can make it cool. cool, and it could be a manual seven series seven forty wagon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm so in love with that deal right now. Like, you can find those wagons, the 740 wagons. Dude, they pop up very like, clean with like three really grand. nice ones. Yeah, dude. like, and there was that one we were passing around recently that was like 3,600 bucks for the 16 valve, uh, like good motor one that was spotless. That, looked like that a was great... an automatic at a dealer. No, no, was no. The, the one I'm thinking of was definitely a manual. Okay, the blue one. It was like blue on blue. Everything was perfect. Yeah. It was kind of high mileage, yeah. I think, but it was 3600 bucks with all the good shit and a manual transmission. Buick Roadmaster. <laughs> no. No. LS1, rear-wheel drive, seats. No. no. Eight. Okay. I will give that to you only if you do uh, NASCAR, like, yes. D-slotted wheels with the big white letters out, beefy yes. sidewalls, Dude, the thing is, and he, a racing number but on the he's side. He would not be accepted pulling up to someone's house, like, cleaning their Ferrari. No, no. You're right, Lane. I don't know. Nope. Okay. Move Vanagon. He, he mentioned Vanagon. I, I think Vanagon would today. be the right answer. Like, how rad would that be for a mobile detailer? Like, you slide open that door, you got a ton of room for, like, your yeah. storage Because he bins. does have, like, a he has a compressor he brings with him. Yeah. Uh, a generator, I mean. Right. And stuff like that. So yeah. It's actually a good investment, too, if you got yeah. a really clean one. Vanagon so, could be cool. And it stands out on the streets. Like, people would notice it if he had uh, his and, logos and he, up on the side. And yeah, stuff. you wouldn't have to have him, like... Overt, he could have him like his stripes yeah. on the bottom, kind of like Porsche yeah. puts on the bottom. Or oh, something. he could do the Hobie Cat stripes. AutoWorks detailing. Let's, come on, don't get me going. And here, instead of a Hobie Cat catamaran, it could be like a spray nozzle or something. Warren, zip your pants back. I up. know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but Vanagon, I think that's. I don't know call. his budget, but he he'd be smart to find a panel, like a panel Vanagon would be super rad. They're out there. Okay, but they're not cheap. Yeah. Okay. And you can sleep in it. Hell yeah. You can have a little siestas. Hell yeah. Ooh, always nice when you're a detailer. You gotta, pretty good. you gotta let that soap soak in. Yeah, right, take right a after that, that second joint. And of course. <laughs> Cause you're a detailer. <laughs> and of course, Art butts in and tells him he should buy a very rare yellow E36 M3. He's really trying, Art's really trying to sell that thing now. He's going to, I sh- yeah. E36 wagon would be rad. So, Chris 16V Rocco. So he he obviously has a 16 valve Scirocco. Um, what's the most obscure version of an otherwise common car each of you has owned? And yellow is not a version, Art. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
Slip-top also isn't a version. The most obscure Dude, version. this is a really specific question. So he's Chris saying, like, if I owned a Rock boring Rock. version of a car, what's the most obscure version? What's no, the most obscure you version have you have owned I of have owned. a car? So, Oh, well, mine's easy. Mine's easy, too. Oh, okay. Help me out, because you guys start. I, I, I have the easiest one ever. I had Sidewinder. A, my, yeah, my Sidewinder, too. Oh, Vol- yeah. Volkswagen Rabbit, which right. is a... It was a package offered by Volkswagen dealers in California, and it had snake graphics on it, <laughs> and they were all yellow with brown and orange racing stripes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, and it had little cool Alpina-style alloy wheels. Yeah, and some shitty and teenager ponies. painted it. Huh? Some shitty teenager painted it. What? Didn't you paint you. the car? Oh, yeah. And so I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Primered it. I primered, primered it. Sidewinder graphics. I ruined it, man. If I had that car today, I I've never sell, seen one. I could sell it. No, I can't even find it. No. I found a Scirocco one on the internet. What? They made a Scirocco version? Yeah. But I've never found mine, and I never took a picture of the car. And I, I swear that thing would sell for 20 grand on that. I know. It was, it was crazy and cherry, too. I might blame your dad for this one. Like, he should have talked you out of that. He should have. Oh, yeah. Punk kid. Seriously, kids don't know what they're doing. Like, no. your dad needs to step in and say, no. Grab you by the ear and say, Sidewinder stays. That's like, a classic, son. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Brian? Uh, 1956 Chevy two-door De- 210 Del Rey Club Coupe. What? Coupe. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> oh. never lived that down. Um, I mean, is... I don't even know how rare that is. It's just kind of a weird little designation. It's a long name. It's a long name. That's the longest name hey, I've had. Pass me on this Bruce. Um, you want a Brewski lane? And how's that car doing? <laughs> uh, next question, please. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't answer this question. I don't know what my most unique car would be. Mazda um, 626 white over red velour. Yeah, because it's a version of a normal car. So you haven't really had any, like... I don't know. I haven't had any special editions or anything. Which seems weird because you're kind of the collector guy. You are kind of the guy that I would think... Give you would be the wonder. version guy. Actually, I think Art would be the one that would be He's like, obviously oh, the one. Yeah, he's the one, yeah. Fucking, yeah. has an orange stripe. By the way, you shouldn't be picking on Art. He's, in, he's on assignment in Chicago doing God knows what. Hoarding water bottles, apparently. <laughs> um, all right, next question. Jeez. I know. You just jump on those questions. Sorry. I'm enjoying this. All right. Lorenz Torres, who was on our rally, works at uh, Fat Lace over there. Oh, yeah. He said, do you have any car-related superstitions? I'm a firm believer in not having sex in my car in fear that it will bring uh, bad luck to it during the duration of ownership. You're a never heard of that. I've never heard that one. You're a fucking (laughs) idiot. First of all, don't act like you're turning it down. You don't get shit for offers. That's the first thing. Oh, I don't. I sorry, babe. I was thinking about my car. I'm just, I gotta wait till we get to a hotel room. Um, that's ridiculous. That's the whole reason we like wagons. Um, <laughs> minivans. <laughs> minivans and bench seats. Um, superstitions about your car. Hmm. I use Chevron Supreme. <laughs> oh, do you really? Yeah. Only. You and Art. Only. You and Art should just go hang out at Chevron. We should. In Mexico, that's like a cool <laughs> thing to do. Like you hang out at the nice gas stations. Yeah, cool. Maybe we should start that's that. That's awesome. You and Art can do that. I don't have. I don't think I have any. No. No. Uh, yeah. Nothing. Okay. Car related superstitions. I feel like I have a few, but none are coming to mind immediately. I wish I would have thought about this earlier. I only use the the closest gas to where I am. <laughs> no, no name stations. Yeah. Oh man. 
and uh, yeah, no, no, no superstitions. So I feel like when I was trying to drive this Mercedes home, like superstitions were bubbling up. Like, oh, I got to Once I start driving, I can't make a stop. I got to just keep going until I get all the way over the hill. And I don't know. I don't either. It's a hard one. So Kai Laud piped in with another question. He said, "Here's another short one. Matt Ferris DeLorean sold for fifty-two grand on BAT. Nice price or craft pipe? We already answered it. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable. Price. I think it's a reasonable price for it's that. Probably car. a good buy. But as Warren's shaking his head, you know it. But it's because it's a classic at this point, you know, and like a lot of them are sh- are shit really bad. I know, but what is it? What's a standard DeLorean cost? That's not like four thousand miles. I think they're kind of expensive now. Grand. I think like this, 30, yeah. this is yeah. a deal for a DeLorean. So you're you're it's only completely spending... done. It's 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 meeting that criteria of like buy the best you can afford. Sure, it's and a you're not gonna have to mess with it. Collector grade DeLorean, but. I, and you can drive it because it does have 4,000 miles on it, so it's not like a 32-mile sure. car, you know, 20-mile car. Yeah. So it, it kind of is in that realm, and it's been updated to where it has adequate power. I like to drive one. I just, I've heard nothing but bad things, so it seems silly to spend 50 grand on one. I don't know. That's my take. It's for someone you. who has a bigger collection. But we did you have a back, to, we had a Back to the Future themed New Year's party at our friend Kevin's house. And he rented a DeLorean <laughs> to park in yeah. front of his house Dude, for the party. Tons of money just renting out your DeLorean. <laughs> it was great. Yep. We came, showed up to this party, and there was a DeLorean in front of the house. I mean, I think Kevin must have paid at least forty dollars for it. You know, buy that for fifty-two grand. Just you're tens, you're, on, you're already under tens under, of dollars. Every, every Halloween, you can rent it for forty bucks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a good deal. <laughs> And last question is from uh, Ryan K. Barrett. Yay or nay on electronically controlled exhaust valves, uh, ECVs, as they are, uh, um, as an alternative to upgrade headers and exhaust? So if I understand that, the uh, electronically controlled exhaust valves, it'll, like, muffle the exhaust until you stand on it. And like out of the factory, uh, and it, when you stand on it, it'll open up this valve and sound loud. So the modification you do is you basically delete that so it sounds loud all the time. Well, no. Is so, that right? So he's saying electronically controlled. So I think usually they'll have like a cutout. They'll like, you'll say you'll dump it. You'll put a dump somewhere. Like you'll put a dump out the side, like in front of the, in front of the mufflers and you'll have a flapper valve and when you open that flapper valve and close the other, you know, it dumps it out yeah. pre-muffler. That's cool. And then you can close it electronically and, and you can have a the full muffled system. car. Yeah. So, but I don't know because Jono, when he got his uh, GT3, yeah. he went into Sharkworks and got the, the, Delete, delete. Yeah, the, so that makes sense if you want to just always. Like, so I, but I don't. Different. I don't think he that's was. Not a, that's different. That's different. That's like the Porsche factory, um, where it actually does it. It it does it on throttle input and stuff. Yeah, and th- that's a lot of people don't like it on the GT3s and stuff because you'll be in this weird place where you're between open and close, so it's like bop, 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 oh, you know? yeah. you're doing weird. this weird flapping open open and close, so that's why people don't like it on that. But I don't know, is it really an alternative or is it 
is it just kind of like a... It's just one piece of the puzzle. Yeah, I think, like, Drew, I think, has it on his Volvo, or used to have... He, he that his, stuff, uh, no question, is cool, I, yeah. in my opinion. I like, anytime yeah. you can, like, cut electronically off, yeah. cut off and, like, dump it, anytime you can dump the exhaust early at all, it's like, rad. whether that's you're unbolting school. it, school. that's old school. Hot school hot like, our friend Drew has it on his Volvo with the V8 conversion, and he said he'll be, you know, that thing's loud as fuck, and then he'll, like, go by a cop, and he just hits the valve, and it's just a normal Volvo. That's what Kevin should buy for his detailing. Oh. Fucking dude. hell. That thing is so Perfect. rad. So rad. It covers all the bases. It's a wagon. Yeah. It's performance. It sounds rad. You're it's a car sleeper. guy. You're kind of like, you're a muscle car guy, but you're also sophisticated, and you're also safe. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. It, oh, that fits everything. Teutonic. Um, I so... still think Bannigan, but you guys are making a good point. Okay. Uh, so that's it. That's it. That's it for the questions. And on that note, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Art, we miss you. <coughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah, next week we have, or on Sunday, uh, we're having a, it's just going to be Warren and I. Saturday. Well, it's airing on Sunday. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But on Saturday, we're going to Canepa Cars and Coffee. Yep. Come join us. This, yeah, come this say what's up. This episode will be out. Um, and then we uh, are going to try to have a guest appearance by the Camden Tubbed guys. Yep. Jason and Brad and then Manuel from uh, Internet Brands. So all the forums. Yeah. Six Speed, Team Speed. Cool. Renless. We're forum guys. Oh, yeah. We're super <laughs> forum. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Too bad Art's not here. I know. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. All right. Later. Peace. I'm a firm believer in not having sex in my car in fear that it will bring uh, bad Whoa. luck to it during the duration of ownership. You're a I've f- never heard of that. I've never idiot. heard that one. You're a fucking <laughs> idiot.